Why did you look at me like that? I was thought I had to say something witty after you said don't tempt fate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and I panicked. back and welcome to the marvel forest podcast oh look you did it yeah i did it look at me go <laughs> as you roll your eyes <laughs> i'm Amber. like you should have rolled your eyes and like z snapped while you're at it <laughs> like i'm amber i'm jesse and um today we're bringing you a pre-recorded episode that a we very brief- special pre-recorded episode very special we um, talked about this episode. We've referenced it in our last episode, if you listen to it. Yes, you better have. Because I got Amber a soup's cute gift. She got me a great gift, and it's so relevant to this episode you're listening to right now. Yes. So, like, it's so relevant, you should probably check our Instagram. You should check our Instagram. Yes. So, this episode is our very first ever recording. Literally the first time we ever sat down with stories and we're like, okay, let's try this. Yeah. And we weren't even like facing each other. (laughs) We weren't (laughs) because we're just like, let's just see how this goes. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot that we had this totally different setup. Because I was facing the wall (laughs) (laughs) and you were facing the opposite wall and we were at my little desk. (laughs) We had set up the mics. And I'm pretty sure sure there's a lot of chair squeaking in this episode because I did not know how to sit still in my chair. Uh, there's a lot of chair squeaking from when I re-listened to it one, oh, once upon a time because the the chair that you used to sit in or you sat in like now one that Devin sits in it. Yeah, now because Devin I can't sits in I can't it, sit still. It squeaks so much, <laughs> <laughs> and I just forget because I like. I, I lean back and I like lean forward like, right. while we're recording I move like, a lot all the too. time. And so like we have these lovely Salvation Army chairs <laughs> that are very stable. That don't move. Yep. Unless I scoot them. Yep. Don't don't scoot it. I, I will. Okay. But yeah, this is our very first recording. We're really excited for you guys to kind of see where we came from. Not Started really. from the bottom, now we're here. We're terrified. <laughs> we were terrified. We were we were really nervous when we first did our first recording too. I think we talked a lot faster. Yeah, we talked a lot faster and pretty much just we want to tell the story, so this is why we are posting it. But just keep in mind we're nervous. It's our very first episode. It might be a little awkward. It's not it's like the best. It's like the first episode is definitely like our we just turned thirteen awkward teenage years. I think that's a great description. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. We were really like awkward trying to figure it all out still. Tim the soup ghost didn't even exist yet. He didn't. He he's having some hard times right now though. <laughs> um also from the early early episodes before you would never know this. We always joke about that I can't say the podcast name. I would always try to introduce our podcast as a different podcast. Yes. And I believe in one of the I don't know if it was actually recording, but you said it wrong. 
So and many times. So many times. And then I just started saying intros to a ton of podcasts. It's one of the episodes. I don't think it's this one, but. No, it's not. <laughs> and you probably won't hear it because it's dumb, but. But yeah, this is um our episode. Are we naming it Pure Michigan Livestock? Yep. I think that's literally the name that we decided on when we first listened to it for editing. It was the first name we ever decided on for this episode, so, so it kind of has to stick. Hashtag Pure Michigan Livestock. And here it is. Enjoy. Enjoy. All right, so... uh Mine is the Fort Wayne in Detroit. So apparently there's a lot of spoopy things that happens. Um, and But let's get into the history first. All right. So it was named after the General Mad Anthony Wayne. He was apparently like a super fancy general in the wars, like in the 1800s, because that's when this was built. Um, it was located within a mile from Canada on the shoreline on the Detroit River. The Fort Wayne was home to many people starting in 1848 was when it was first finished, I guess you can say. And the history goes back further than it's standing. Uh, Fort Wayne is one of three forts that were built in the Detroit area. And the first was built by the French in 1701 and was manned by the French until 1706. Apparently, I did not put down what the name of that fort Oh, it's the Detroit Fort. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's Fort Detroit. Fort de Trois. Fort de Trois. Fort de Trois. I did put it. I, I didn't put it down, but I know what it is. But you remembered? I remember. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes, it was built in 1701 and it was lost during the French Indian War. So like the Native Americans Indian War uh, because they this was their land, not not ours. This is our land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the second uh, was Fort Lernout. Lernout? Lernout? I don't know. We're going to be really bad at pronouncing We are going to be so bad at pronouncing I am bad at pronouncing <laughs> these stupidest things. Just example. I was looking up stories earlier. My cousin Misty is in town. She lives in Kansas. And I was just looking up Kansas spooky stories just to see if she knew about any of them. And I was like, oh, this town, um, Atkinson. And she's like, Atchison? I was like, sure. <laughs> well, is it Mackinac or Mackinac? Uh, Mac Mackinac, but I live in Michigan. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go, go on. <laughs> okay, well, it was that, whatever that I was trying to pronounce was when it was owned by the British. But okay, so, but when the U.S. took it over, it was Ford Shelby. <laughs> no, that's e much easier. Like the Shelby Mustang. Maybe it has some connection. I didn't look into that. <laughs> I don't know. Ford, Detroit, Mustang, Shelby. Yeah, it works, right? Sure. Yeah. Don't um, fact check us. Yeah. I was, yeah. And so then I have it listed here that it was built by the British but lost to the United States in 1796. <laughs> but back to Fort Wayne, or not Fort Wayne yet, I guess, um, <laughs> in 18... <laughs> In 1850, there was a Treaty of Springwells, which marked the end of the hostiles between the American government and the Native Americans. Yeah, so the Native Americans were allies with the British uh, during the War of 1812. Apparently that happened here. I don't know anything about history. I know that the War of 1812 was a thing. 
But that's about all I know. Yeah. Did you know it was here in Michigan? No. Apparently, the first shots were near Fort Wayne. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But Fort Wayne wasn't built yet. So, so it was it just... It was like the home of... The future home of Fort Wayne. Just some dirt. So just some, <laughs> just some dirt near the river. <laughs> yeah. And so the reasoning that they wanted to build Fort Wayne was that there was rebellions happening in Canada trying to overthrow the Canadian government to protest corruption. And it threatened the United States because they didn't want a British attack because the British were getting pushed out of Canada. Okay. So they decided to pick a lovely spot on the Detroit River within a mile away from Canada, which is apparently the narrowest part of the river. I don't know. Yeah. And so in 1842, they began construction and apparently there is a star fortification design that they tried to use. So apparently, oh, I have pictures. Wait. So the star fortification is apparently because, you know, like, you know, like old castles, how they were like circles. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they were like vulnerable to like destroying, getting destroyed because so the star was technically meant to set up so it could protect the other sides of the fort. Oh, okay. So it's, it's more pointed out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like this side could help protect this wall. So there's more, yeah, there's more angling on it. There's more vantage point. Yes. Def. So unfortunately, um, they didn't find this out until later, but uh, they built this whole place on the Indian burial grounds. So that's smart. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so about, I think it was the 20th century, uh, we excavated most of the remains from the site. <laughs> wow. So we already have some possible poltergeist shit about to happen. Devin's just like, what the fuck, man? Devin's judging me a lot. (laughs) No, she's good. She's just she's just thinking of these people in the past going, why didn't you do some digging, guys? Okay, so why didn't you do some digging, bros? Why are we gonna do some digging? So they so apparently these are like these walls are like earth. See, so they're like. Earth. And they're like raised up. It's a really blurry photo. Are I'm they sorry. so they're made out of like dirt? Yes. And Hold on. What is the term with cedar riveted earthen walls? Okay. That was later replaced with concrete because it was sturdier. But yeah, and so it had like a ten inch gap that you could stick a cannon in, and blow some shit up. Blow some shit up. All right. Protect your country, America. Blow some shit up for America. <laughs> The only thing that was housed on the inside was the troop barracks. Um, On the outside, I thought I downloaded, there was a map. Um, I did not download it, but there was a map. (laughs) And everything on the outside of the star pattern was like the officer homes, the hospital shops, a recreation building, guard houses, and stables for the horses. Aw, horses. Yeah, because it was that, that time where people just had horses for military use. And just for, you know, people just had horses. For shits and giggles. Well, seriously, though, why don't people just have horses anymore? Well, people do just have horses. But But not everyone. Well, yeah. Do you want to take care of a horse? Do you know how much hay costs? No. But (laughs) (laughs) Jason really wants horses. He can take care of the horses and I can just tell them they're pretty. Oh, okay. 
So you're just gonna tell them they're pretty, and you're just gonna sit them and brush them all day and make them pretty. Ride or them. Are you? Oh, so you're just gonna ride them. Tell and, them they're pretty. Braid their hair. I'm oh, a hairstylist. So, so, you, so you're gonna braid the horses. I'm hair. sure I could. What braid if you horse like hair? gel it up for like a mohawk? Ooh, is that is that illegal against horses? Um, <laughs> probably not. Great. Fun fact. I have a fun fact. A Devin fun fact, probably. Ooh. Devin, do you know this fun fact? Apparently, the horses in the Wizard of Oz, the the Technicolor horses that were different colors, they colored them like they coated them in like jelly. <laughs> so like I did know that, and that yeah. some of the scenes in the movie, the horses you can see the horses it. licking themselves because they tasted good. And then someone, I don't, I heard that off another podcast, and they were like, oh. they were like, it's gelatin. On horses. Yeah, and then gelatin's <laughs> made from horses. Oh, yeah. Was that my favorite murder? <laughs> Was it my favorite murder? Was it? And that's why we drink. I listen to too many podcasts. I, I can't keep up with how many podcasts I listen to. They, okay, so back to the story. Yes. Like, screech the tires and turn around. Um, <laughs> they only spent, so in, back in the day, you know, they only spent $150,000 on this fort. Wow. Like all the houses and the quarters and everything. And I'm like, huh, inflation, right? You know, I, I should have looked up how I was much say, you should have. I wonder how much that was is it, now. Because <laughs> in 18, whatever, that could have been a lot. But we're in 2018. $4 million. Okay. That's a lot. Yep. More. It is a lot more. So, but so they spent. In our time, $4 million to build this fort, right? Mm-hmm. And then they peacefully resolved their differences with the British. Oh, that's very sweet of them. And the fort sat <laughs> vacant for many, many years. Did they take their horses? They probably took the horses. Did the British horses and the American horses hang out together? I would hope so, since they were very peaceful with one another. <laughs> they, they just peacefully frolicked in meadows. Yeah, in the meadow of the fort. I clearly don't know much about horses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just concerned about the horses in the story. Are any of the horses in this haunting? No. Okay, okay. Well, up until this point, nothing bad has happened at this fort. (laughs) We built this and then we're like, oh, we don't need it anymore. We built this city. Um, so the fort was left dormant for an extremely long period of time, and they only had one sole person to look at the entire That's miserable. Acres. That's right? miserable. That poor guy. Like, they're like, hey, we don't need this, but we need, we need someone to watch it so no one fucks it's it It's 96 up. acres? Yeah, it's 96 that's acres. A, that's quite a bit of land. I know. My grandpa lives on 76 acres, and I think he has a lot of property. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen all of the property? No, because most of his property is wooded. So I've been on a good portion of it, but a lot of it you can't get on unless you like get out and walk on it. But it's also kind of swampy. So not not great. Yeah. So apparently during the time where the lonesome person was watching over everything, I don't know if it's unconfirmed or not. But supposedly there's evidence of this fort being the final stop in the Underground Railroad. Oh. And I did not have time to research if it was or not. But supposedly it was an Irish farmer that lived just on the outskirts of the fort that would help them pass through the fort to the ferry channel that was supposedly right near the fort 
and to Canada. I do know from something someone else told me, because there is a Detroit tour of Underground Railroads, which is like the stops and stuff. It's really interesting. But I do know that Detroit was the midnight stop, which was the last stop. So it just, I guess, look location-wise... Very, very possible. All I remember about the Underground Railroad was when I was in elementary school and they made an Underground Railroad to make it, make us feel like we were in the Underground Railroad and we had to crawl through hay in the library, like underneath tables. I never had to do any of that. <laughs> However, no, I was I'm like dead serious. <laughs> I was just, I was just recently told this by um, one of my old clients at the old salon. Mm-hmm. Um, she went on that tour and she said it was really fascinating which is something that would be pretty cool to do one day yeah all right i'm gonna run through the rest of these super fast and we'll just get to the haunting during the civil war fort wayne was the center gathering for the troops and even for veterans to recover with their wounds so now we're starting to get into the places where people aren't doing so great right (laughs) so most of the haunting actually has to do with the wars and the troops during the spanish-american war uh, the guard station was the house of the first telephone exchange. During the Red Scare after World War One, which was the communists are invading our country, the fort served as a detention center for communists. Okay. So we don't know what happened on that. It's got some colorful history. It got it got some colorful Get it? history. Get it colorful. Because red's a color. Yeah, red is a Get color. It? Yep. Get Devin is looking at me like I just killed her family. <laughs> Well, red is for blood. I mean, she's horrified now. <laughs> I'm just going to be Devin's interpreter. <laughs> okay, because I can't see her yeah, facing she's away from you. During World War II, it was the designated motor supply depot. So every spare part for tanks, jeeps, whatever boat bullshit. Boat that, bullshit? That was made in, I'm pretty sure boats is incorrect. I'm pretty sure it was only <laughs> land vehicles. <laughs> Give me some of that boat bullshit, like anchors. Yeah, but apparently uh, all of the spare parts for those came through Fort Wayne. In World War II, we held uh, prisoners of war, Italian prisoners of war, until Italy surrendered or something, and uh, we let them go, supposedly. But then some of them took, like, they were like, oh, you can go back to Italy, and you're like, yeah, I'll just stay in Detroit, it's cool. That's cool. I kind of like it here. Yeah. So, like, maybe your ancestor tree says something about your Italian family. I am Italian. Well, maybe your grand, great, 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 great. I'm not family. that far great back. Okay, whatever then. Slowly throughout the time, Detroit was gaining access or, like, owning parts of the fort. Like officer housing and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and by 1976, Detroit had owned all of the property, including the fort. So that is all of history that I have. You're good. Okay. Well, let's get some to some ghosty shit. Ghost horses? No ghost horses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so apparently, Fort Wayne is home to actual paranormal tours that apparently sell out like crazy. So if we wanted to go, we. <laughs> So, like, at all? Well, I guess we could try, and they only offer them during the Halloween months. Oh, that'd be rough. Yeah. And so everyone wants to get spooked. Yeah. During that time of year. So I guess we can try. I think it'd be pretty cool. 
It'd be kind of neat. So some of the experiences that people have during the tours. Um, so there is a tunnel system near the fort wall because it's like fucking underground pretty much. Right. So these tunnels, it's like tunnels to where all the cannons were. Okay. So apparently since this was built with limestone, they hear footsteps behind them walking behind them. They will feel shadows. Apparently there was this one guy who was walking. Nope. <laughs> nope and out. <laughs> um, there was this one guy walking down one of the tunnels and he was just like, okay, shadow guy, walk be- beside me, not behind me. <laughs> like, but apparently he doesn't believe in ghosts, but he just talked to a ghost. So like, I, I don't know why. Did um, he do it? Did the shadow guy listen supposedly. to him? Is he a nice shadow guy? I'm assuming he's like a troop guy. Like I could like go down there and be like, hey, shadow guy, want to be friends? And then he then just... you can skip down the corridor all happy. Holding hands. Yep. Shadow hands. <laughs> shadow hands. <laughs> <laughs> so there has been full apparitions, shadows, as we talked about. Um, apparently people will lose objects. Um, so like you'll set something down somewhere and you'll turn around and it's fucking gone. And you're like, hey, ghosty, can I have that shit back? And the ghosty's like, fuck no. Don't put your phone down. <laughs> Don't put your phone Remember down. Remember that one time you put your phone down in Bed Bath & Beyond? Yep. And we searched for it. I don't think a ghost hit <laughs> my phone in Bed Bath & Beyond. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that was my own stupidity at <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond that lost my phone for an hour and a half. Okay? Maybe that was a ghost who just is kind of bored of sleeping in some towels. Okay. It was the comforter department, by the way. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> so... There's feelings of being touched. Um, there's actual recorded EVPs, but I couldn't find any because everything led me to just the dumb news agencies writing about the tours. So like weird feelings. Um, apparently there's time slips and I was really interested in this and I couldn't find anything either. Well, I'm sure if we had a lot more time, we, you could find something. Okay. So um, at the front gate, there was supposedly a young sentry stationed at like these huge big metal doors. Mm-hmm. And so one day he uh, they were moving a cannon and apparently it slipped and rolled down one of the hills, smashing into the door and smashing him dead. That poor guy. Yep. So sometimes that little young gentleman who got smashed by a cannon is seen standing at the door or standing through the door or walking through the door. Can I make a comment about this? Sure. Because I'm a huge ass nerd. That whole instance reminds me of either a crit hit or a critical fail in D&D. <laughs> okay. It'd be either a really badass way to kill someone or a really shitty way for someone to die. All right. Their life. <laughs> There's also lights in the building and in the tunnels. There is orbs have, that have been spotted. That shit's creepy. Orbs? Like, yeah. like light orbs? Yeah, I don't know why that creeps me out so much, but it's like, you shouldn't be there. You sh- No orb. Okay, well, let me tell you a story then. Oh, thanks, Jesse. <laughs> so, apparently there was um, the people who run the ghost tours. Mm-hmm. Where it was about 4 a.m. and they were locking up the fort at the end of the night after all the people left. So it was just the investigators. (laughs) I just touched the mic. (laughs) And so they were locking everything up and the guy was standing outside, like, at the door of the barracks. And through that tunnel that we were talking about earlier, he saw an orb floating in the tunnel. Right? Maybe it was just the shadow guy's pet. 
dog. His the ghost horse. horse. <laughs> His ghost horse. Yeah, so the ghost horse. Um, <laughs> the ghost horse decided to go down the tunnel. So the orb. Yep, the orb went down the tunnel away from him. Okay. Right? And so he radioed to his other guy, uh, other person, and he's like, hey, did you see that? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, well, you check that out. You're closer. Yeah. And so, like, they go and check it out, and I don't find anything. And then so on the radio. No. <laughs> I already feel like a no. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy whose name was Wayne. So, like, all of a sudden you just hear Wayne on the radio. And it was went through all the radios and everyone heard it. Nope. Nope. Nope and out of there. Yep. So I might, if I was that guy, if I was any of those people, I'd be so, I'd be so scared. Let me just tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have one more. Okay. So in the guardhouse. There was a jail where there's supposedly lots of strange things that happen in there from apparitions and just weird feelings in general. So there was a person being held who managed to escape the guardhouse and started running down the street. One of the officers on duty was told to stop him. So he shot. Hitting Stone in the back. and Well, the private. Sorry. His name was Private Stone, supposedly. Oh. Not hitting him with a stone in the back. No. No. Like an, a gun. Okay, so he hit Private Stone in the back with a gun. Yep. Gotcha. Like shot. Dead. Like, boom, dead. Yep. Okay, he dead. Yep, he dead. And he was brought back to the guardhouse. Like, they shot him, and he was still alive a little bit. And then they brought him back inside, and then he died. Yeah. So he still can be seen wandering around. Creepy. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) All right. Well, that was cool. I mean, I didn't know any of it. Neither did I. I feel like... Yours might be longer than mine, but also we'll see. Okay. You ready for my story? It doesn't have any ghost horses. Wait, it might have a ghost cow. A ghost cow! Does it go... (laughs) (laughs) It's not confirmed, but... Okay. All right. All right. So I did the Traverse City State Hospital. God damn it, Amber! (laughs) I wanted to do this one. I'm going to tell you, though. the portal to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I would have done my first one on something involving a tree. Did you know this? The portals at a tree. <laughs> oh, okay. The shoot tree? It's called the hippie tree. The hippie tree. Yeah. But I'm going to get to that. Okay. So the Northern Michigan Asylum was established in 1881. Demand. I'm slightly dyslexic. Just fun fact for all of you. Fun fact. (laughs) Fun fact. We both can't read and we've been drinking. I will stumble across my words a lot. I'm going to just reread that last one. Okay. Go for it. Take two. The Northern Michigan Asylum was established in 1881 when demand for a third psychiatric hospital began to grow due to overcrowding issues. There were two other facilities in Kalamazoo and Pontiac. So they ship people all the way up to Traverse City? Yeah, well, Kalamazoo and Pontiac are also not very close together, which was I was thinking. No, it's like east side, west side, north. Yeah, so there's definitely some space in there. But maybe it was just the, I don't know this for sure. To me, it would make sense that the need is like, there's only these two facilities, so people are coming from everywhere. So maybe yeah. they can just come from 
less far. Anyway, uh, lumber baron Perry Hanna used his political influence to secure the location for this facility in his hometown of Traverse City. Okay. He was under the supervision of a prominent architect, Gordon W. Lloyd. The first building was constructed. The hospital opened in 1885, and it started with 43 residents. Okay. So small numbers. Small. Good. Small. Good star. Uh, It gets bigger. (laughs) Yeah, I I bet it does. (laughs) Okay, so under Dr. James Decker Munson, the first superintendent, he was there from... 1885 to 1924, the institution expanded. The institution became the city's largest employer and contributed to its growth. Twelve housing cottages and two infirmaries were built between 1887 and 1903. Those were made pretty much to be able to fit specific needs for their male and female patients. Okay. The asylum also had its own farm, which is... Where the cow comes in. Where the ghost cow goes. (laughs) Um, So the farm had its own cows, pigs, chickens, and vegetable fields. So here's your your cow fact. I know you've been waiting. I've been waiting for the cow fact. I'm really excited. (laughs) So the farm was home to world champion milk cow, Travers Colhantha. Colhant. I don't know how to say. Is this a cowhantha? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like colantha. Colantha? Sure. Okay, but what makes this cow so good at producing milk? I don't know. It's just great. And his full name is Travers Colantha Walker. I like Travers Cowhantha Walker. Yep. Well, it's a lady cow. Walk-in. Anyway, her grave is at the end of the dirt trail between the asylum and the farm. Oh, they buried her. That's so nice. They buried her. Where she lived. That's so nice. On this asylum that's haunted. Well, whatever. Uh, I think it's nice that they buried a cow. I think it's It was sweet. their friend. They didn't eat it. Yeah, no. I mean... Well, you probably should have back then, but... <laughs> I think there were specific cows from what I was reading in this... <laughs> Where does it sound? We're just talking about cows. In the article, it did specify that they had milk cows and meat cows. So... Maybe there's some difference. I'm not a farmer. Cow or bull? I I don't Uh, know. Is that? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Devin is shaking her head. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. So Dr. Munson was a firm believer in the philosophy. Wow. That was not the philosophy. Let me just. The philosophy of life. (laughs) The philosophy of wow. The wow. fa- philosophy of cow? Yes. Sorry. I'm <laughs> anyway. just going to make a bunch of cow jokes. It's okay. So... I made a bunch of horse jokes. So... <laughs> this is the livestock episode. <laughs> okay. Pure uh, Michigan. Pure Michigan livestock. Okay. <laughs> so he was a firm Apparently believer. we have farms. We we do. We do. We do. There's, there's one in Kensington. Well, okay. That's a petting zoo. But. Okay. They still do farm things there. They do do farm things. You can also buy a pig. You can buy a pig. Let's buy a pig. Well, you could. It's there for meat. Oh, buy a pig for meat. That's disappointing. I know, but you could <laughs> look at them little cute little piglets. Anyway, piglets. We're so off track. <laughs> Doctor Munson, he was a firm believer in the philosophy that beauty is therapy. So this is all supposed. I've seen. I've also seen records that the patients were not treated very well like they were in asylums in these times. Yeah, like everywhere. But uh, patients were treated through kindness, comfort, pleasure, and beautiful flowers. 
The flowers were provided year-round by the asylum's own greenhouse or picked off, like, trees that were on the asylum ground. So they just, like... Oh, it sounds, it sounds sort of nice, but I feel like this is taking a really awful turn very shortly. It does sound nice, right? I'm yeah, writing like, this and I'm oh. like, what's so bad about flowers and cows? Yeah, like, they have a lovely asylum. This sounds lovely. Until, like, the ice pick comes out, you know? <laughs> like, So I didn't want to get too deep into patient abuse. I just didn't, didn't want to go there. Yes, this isn't true crime. But it was mentioned that they were not necessarily treated well i actually found some records of someone who said that their like great grandma had been treated there Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting anyway so restraints such as straight jackets were also forbidden which i thought was still making this hospital sound good i know (laughs) i thought that was weird too but so he also believed in work is therapy so the asylum provided opportunities for patients to gain a sense of purpose through farming, furniture construction, fruit canning, and other trades that kept the institution self-sufficient. It's still still on the... Still, still a little positive. That was a lot of S's. Yep. So this is where we start expanding. While the hospital was established for care of the mentally ill, its uses expanded during outbreaks of tuberculosis, typhoid, diphtheria, influenza, and polio. I'm really glad you pronounced those all correctly because I know, even though I know how to pronounce them all on my own, I probably sure would not with this microphone in front of my face. I feel you. I actually <laughs> was really nervous about pronouncing all of those. Anyway, it also cared for the elderly, okay. served as rehab for drug addiction, and was used to train nurses. The facility grew to house as many as 3,000 patients in its several buildings. So quite a bit more from 43. Yeah. So after Dr. Munson retired, the uh, hospital established a James Decker Munson Hospital in his honor. And I believe that was established like about two years after he retired, which would be 1926. Um, There is a portrait of him hanging inside the main lobby of this building. Not really relevant, but I just thought you... Well, is it still there? Because I'm pretty sure this building's closed. Um... (laughs) Can I go into the building? I'm, not, I'm going to Traverse City this summer. I'm not can 100% I go positive. And... You can go into some of them. But we'll get to that. Okay. I, I did write about what happened. So changes in law and mental health care philosophies brought on the decline of the facility. The farm closed in 1950s with most of its original buildings. They fell down? Elevator music. No. Oh, elevator music. <laughs> um, did they fall down? No. Did so, they blow up? Did they catch fire? Most of them were demolished in okay. the mid So they fell down. In the mi- 1970s, though. Oh, so okay. later on. Yeah. Um, the original structure was built in 1885, or the, that original structure. It was destroyed because it was deemed a fire hazard, and a new modern building was put up in its place. So, oh, so they, what? In the 70s? Wait, the seventies? They yeah. put up a new modern psychiatric yeah. place. Well, I well, guess I think they, they didn't just change the building. So this is kind of so that's kind of like the outside of, of the, the modern building. building. Yeah, I believe when I looked at this, this picture was taken in, um, like two thousand three or something like that. It also there was I found something that said that the balconies were kind of caged in. Oh, so 
I guess, yes, because some asylums were open until the 90s. Yeah. So I understand why they'd rebuild in the 70s. Yeah, I'm not sure if at this point they were still... They must have... They, they were still using it because my next bullet or my next sentence was, however, use of the hospital slowly declined and it was closed in 1989, causing the loss of over 200 jobs. Mm. So it was so used a lot of people there. 89, yeah. So now... We're moving on. So one of the most popular landmarks, um, and this is what you'll see the most of during research, is the hippie tree. The hippie tree. The, is it? Does it give you psychedelic mushrooms and tell you to have a good time? No. Oh. It's said to be the portal to hell. Oh, so, but does it wear tie-dye t-shirts? Sort of. It, okay. It's all, okay. Hold up. Why is this called... Okay, this hasn't been the hippie tree the entire fucking time. This is some vandals no. think they're cool and they fucking spray painted it. Yeah, okay. so I don't... I think after it got all this paint and everything on it, it's very clear that people go in and carve things into it or whatnot. I just feel like they do it because it's called the hippie tree and they were like, relevant. So it is technically wearing tie-dye, so I was technically right. Technically you're right. <laughs> Um, okay. So I'm assuming you're going to tell me why it's the portal of hell. I'm going to tell you a few stories. It doesn't exactly, I couldn't exactly find. Is this a tree? This is a tree that fell. It's like the base. Okay. Continue. Sorry. I'm interrupting. No problem. No, it's, um, it's a whole forested area. So I didn't find exactly the why. Okay. But I found a lot of strange accounts. So this first one I found says that it's about a 15-minute walk to the tree. I'm just kind of going to From, read like, it. the main building? I think it's from, like, the main parking... Okay. Wherever, because they, from they the talk cow. about walking from their... Yeah, from their cow. <laughs> from the cow. <laughs> and on their cow. From the, from the fork in the road where the cow sits. Got it. So, I'm going to just kind of read this from their account. Okay. So, it was a 15-minute walk to the tree. As we ventured, it felt like people were watching us. The closer we came to the tree the more it felt like someone or something did not want us there. We kept hearing the sounds of crashing branches and scuffles in the distance. Crashing branches? The tree already fucking fell. (laughs) But I saw... But I would love to go on a nature hike. Uh, Ask Brendan. Anyway, so uh, the closer we got, the more strange things became. So now this next part, I believe, is part of the same account. Um, It had similar names they seem to match up but i found them in two different blurbs so i wasn't 100 percent positive okay um so while oz carved his name into the tree his friend aaron why the fuck would you carve your name into the the hippie ass tree that's supposedly the portal to hell i don't know because i really feel like like people, don't tempt fate i feel like they went there because they knew that it was a haunted Okay. No, 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 so no, 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 Don't tempt fate. Don't sign your name into the fucking portal of hell, okay? And don't you fucking play with a Ouija board and all that other bullshit. Don't tempt fate. Don't tempt fate. All right. So, while Oz carved his name into the tree, his friend Aaron let out a horrible scream where Aaron had previously been standing on the tree... Did something scoop her up into the sky? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Aaron's, Aaron's a man. Oh, okay. Like the A version of Aaron. Oh, okay. Um, so 
From I one- just like thought, sorry, I thought of like one of those horror movies. Sidebar, oh. okay. Segway. <laughs> so, I thought of one of those horror movies like where they're like walking in the woods and like they're like being really bad at horror movies because like you shouldn't just walk in the woods in the dark. Right. You know, and like look for the thing that's trying to kill you. And then like all of a sudden it just scoops them up into the trees. Yeah. yeah. No, that okay. didn't happen. Okay, so they need- so the screaming wasn't him no. getting scooped up into the tree. No. <laughs> so from from what it seems like, um, Aaron was standing on the tree. Yeah. Because let's disrespect the portal to hell. Yeah. And um, he had screamed, and where he was standing, there was a four foot shadow that seemed to look them over before retreating into the surrounding woods. Like standing over him on the tree. Yes. Where he like, had been standing on oh, the tree. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, shit. Hold on. I feel like... <laughs> wait. So, like, he was standing on the tree and he hopped off, off the tree because he's a douche. I think he got pushed off the tree. Oh, he got pushed off because the tree? Because Oz is over here going, Oz, into the tree. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Um, And then all of a sudden Aaron screams and is okay. now not on the tree. And it sounds like he got pushed. Oh, uh, that makes more sense. And then there's a spooky ghost guy. Yep, and so it quickly the devil. goes into the woods. At this point, do you think it like walks? So as I'm looking at these pictures, do you think it like walks along the portal to hell, the veins of the portal to hell? Like walks across the creepy trees. Yeah, walks across the creepy trees. That's a good question because it does. It looks like it would I would be just hard like to, to believe navigate. that it yeah. would be hard to navigate. But like, definitely a lot of it's, it's trees. the devil. So like, he let's can do just whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, he he knows those trees like the back of his hand. Because they are, the veins have run through him. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, at this point, they pieced <laughs> the fuck out. Definitely. Yes. You didn't make a hard wood joke? <laughs> I didn't. I really missed an opportunity. <laughs> so they pieced out. They were like, bye, we're going to the car. So their Bye, friend, bitch, and they ran. Yeah, their friend Bob was already... wait wait where's bob is bob was bob supposed to be with them the entire time so, yeah, or did so bob say fucking peace this is and something like... i later read after okay. i already wrote the first part bob was walking out with them originally and allegedly something was thrown at bob like a rock so bob peace the fuck out and he's like i'm going back to the car okay so yeah i'd be bob yeah so bob um was there alone and they got back to the car he was locked inside of it, and he said that while he was standing outside of the car smoking, he um, heard screams from the woods, and he heard a strange howling noise. Oh, hellhounds! Hellhounds! <laughs> it's just really fucking creepy. So, after returning to where they were staying, because obviously they're not going there. Yeah. So, they were... This is creepy. Okay. Okay. So they were. I don't know why they were looking at Aaron's back, but they were. So because he got fucking pushed. Yeah. On the small of Aaron's back, they found a handprint. Yeah. So he did fucking get pushed with three large fingers. Uh, the devil, demons. Yeah. So from what I understand, it does really seem like he got pushed off the tree. Yeah. Um. But I mean, burned into his back. He probably. Shouldn't have disrespected the tree. <laughs> no. No, his friend's drawing in the tree. He's fucking climbing on the tree. And Bob's just like, I don't fucking want to be here. Bob had the right idea. <laughs> Bob was smart. Bob didn't tempt fate. Be a Bob. Be a Bob. <laughs> so that was one of my um, main stories about the tree. 
there's also this little snippet that connects to the tree. Okay. So it says there's there's another story that says that in 1950, there were two boys that were patients at the asylum. Um, they were exploring the asylum's underground tunnels because it also had those. Yeah, because everything needed tunnels back in the so day. So here's a few pictures for you to look okay. at while I'm uh, telling you about it. So pretty pretty. Pretty decent, yeah. A little creepy. Definitely a tunnel. So these tunnels were used supposedly to... Why is that room circular? Do you think... Wait, go back down to the circular room. Go back down to the... No, satanic cult room. Where you draw a pentagram on the ground and you... I actually have another thing about a satanic cult. But okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that's just another thing I saw, but I'll I'll tell you about it. I didn't write it down. Okay. So... The tunnels were supposedly used to transfer patients, so they weren't exposed to the elements. Okay. Yeah, of course. But, as uh, per usual with psychiatric. Like, they were, they were supposed to be outside and stuff, and beauty, and working, and... Well, but that one guy retired, and everything went to shit yeah, after probably. that. Yeah, probably. So, um, in the tunnels, it is said that these two boys encountered an escaped inmate. And one of the boys did wait, not wait, wait, escape. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Time out. Okay. Was the hospital still fucking open? In 1950, yes. Okay. So they're just like little douchebags that broke into the tunnels. They're, no, they were patients. They were patients. They were two little, two boys decided, let's go fucking exploring. Okay. Well, bad staff. Come on now. Yeah. No, it didn't seem like they were probably staffed well. Okay. So it said his body was discovered a couple weeks later. (gasps) In an underground, or at an underground spring near the hippie tree. It makes me think it's not an inmate. Let me just say that. No, it's the devil. It's the, it's the demon cult. So, some other stories. Satan. Uh, another story surrounds a priest of the asylum's chapel who was alleged, who allegedly hung himself there. Some say he was driven to suicide by dark spirits. Satan. Um, some reporters that had covered this area, because they did... Eventually renovate. Yeah. Um, have heard unexplained voices on their tapes. Construction workers and security officers have seen figures on the ground. Wow. Um, in 1993, the property was transferred from the state to the Grand Traverse Commons Redevelopment Corporation. That was a mouthful. Some of the less historic buildings were demolished. And in the 2000s, a group started negotiations for... Restoring some of the historical buildings. So their efforts... I bet the ghosties don't like that. Yeah. Well, actually, according to a lot of these, some of them have said a lot of the activity has slowed. Oh. But I've also read at other places that it's still pretty active. Like, this is saying that... um, So they restored a lot of the buildings and cottages um, and the area from what I was reading, and I just don't know how this seems just so outlandish, but... The grounds have been turned into condos, restaurants, and wineries. Mm. It's also, like, said to have um, had periods when electricity was not hooked up or in use. Lights would come on by themselves. Um, Oh, yeah, super, because the ghosties can power that shit, right? Yeah. Uh, Ghost children are also said to run the halls. Well, that fucking kid that died in the tunnel! And then screams and voices are said to echo in rooms. Um, Mm, I don't like echoes. So, I can hear a scream, but if it echoes, no. Yeah, so like That's I a- said, um, 
the, the a lot of dark energy. Yeah. Reports have died down, but a lot of people still claim a lot of dark I don't dark think energy. I want to visit this place anymore. No, there is uh, many... <laughs> like, I'd rather visit Fort like, Wayne than your place. Yeah, I kind of wrote fuck that at the bottom of my page. Okay, yeah. Um, but, so one of the other stories, the... Uh, Cults. Cult story. Cults. I kind of, I remember most of it. I can't find the exact um, link I had. But the, there was someone who posted that she lived in kind of a woman's shelter nearby, and this was before a lot of the renovations. And she said that one day, she, like, she was looking out and she saw activity that looked like some sort of satanic cult ritual going on. And then she pieced the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's got a lot of... Like the paranormal activity movies, yeah. It's got a lot well, of creepy um, history. The paranormal but... activity movies, I think they got, like, sacrificed. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, that is the Traverse City State Hospital in a nutshell. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's a lot more. Oh, yeah, I was finding so a lot more. of records and a lot of like sightings and a lot of things, but I just didn't want to write them all down. <laughs> Are you? Did you listen to the whole thing? Did you like it? I hope you did. I hope so too. It kind of makes me nervous. I know. Because remember that hippie tree story? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? You Do you? Do you? Did you make it this far? Do you remember the stories and all the talk of cows and horses? Yeah. Because what about that cow? What about that cow? Yeah. And that horse. That horse. In those stables. The stables. The buildings, the ghosts. <laughs> Just listing everything now. Well, if you made it this far, we're glad you made it. Yeah. And we have to add this because we didn't know what we were doing because we didn't have any of this set up when we started that episode. We hadn't decided on anything when we did that episode. We didn't, I don't even think we even had any of our like Twitter accounts or anything set up. I think we literally set them up after we recorded the first episode. Yep. So, but please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean because that's where we started. That's where it all started. Yep. You can email us your stories at marbleforestpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at marbleforestpodcast. You remember when we told you to visit our Instagram at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, because it's not like we, we just told you all these stories and we still remember what we told you at the beginning of this episode. We're really good at this. We're so good at this. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at the MFCast. Yes, you can also find us on Facebook.com slash Marble Forest Podcast. Uh, please like and follow the page, and I will hopefully be a little bit more active on it. Yeah. Oh, is it still me? Yes, still okay. <laughs> we like to give a special thank you to Jenna, who did our logo. Uh, you can find her on Instagram and Etsy at Agenda. It is Agenda. And you can also... Uh, Enjoy, if you enjoy our music, my cousin Cameron did it. Yeah, thanks Cameron and Jenna. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks Devin for being with us and sitting through all most of these recordings with us. Yes. And putting up with all of our crap. When she's not here for recordings, it might be tragic. Um, and thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Alright, and remember, don't tempt fate.
Goodbye. Goodbye.